Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. In today's program, some of the inmates from the New Garden Prison attempt an escape. So grab your Bible, because today we're going to learn about the Great Tribulation. Mr. Gutta. Hello, Captain Brown. Sarah, Jacob, Nehemiah, and Esther. How are you? We're fine, Captain Brown. Thank you. How's school? It's going well. Can I expand on that? Uh, not really. Well, you see, his favorite part of school is summer vacation. When I was a little crumb cruncher, I used to walk two miles to school. How did you start working there, Captain Brown? I just applied for the job, Sarah. I was a police officer for 20 years in Dexterville and retired from the force, and decided to start a new career. With my wife's approval, of course. That's neat. Well, you folks, enjoy your visit with Johnny. Johnny, I'm really glad to hear that you received the parole, and that you'll be getting out of here soon. It will be great to have my freedom back. I'm planning on getting an apartment and a job. With May 21, 2011 being the first day of judgment, I don't have a lot of time to get my life in order. Mr. Gunther, I really appreciate that you, Mark, and the children have been coming to visit me for so many months. you get lonely in this place, Johnny? It can get lonely at times, Jacob. But that actually helps me draw near to God. Say, that reminds me. I do have a question that I've wanted to ask you, Mr. Gunther. Can you explain Matthew 24, verse 15? I'll try, Johnny. Jacob, can you read that for us? Okay, Grandpa. Matthew 24, verse 15. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand. Johnny, the holy place in this verse is speaking about the churches that God himself used for 1955 years, from A.D. 33 to 1988. In 1988, he stopped using them altogether so that the Holy Spirit is no longer saving people there. Sarah, can you continue reading down to verse 21? All right, Grandpa. Oh, here it is. Matthew 24, 16 to 21. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, 
such as was not since the beginning of the world. To this time, no nor ever shall be. Hey, that's talking about the time we're in right now, right? Yes, it is, Johnny. In verse 16, the Bible instructs us to get out of the churches because Satan rules there. What do the mountains refer to, Mr. Gunther? They either represent the kingdom of God or the kingdom of Satan. In this verse, they represent the kingdom of God or the Bible, which believers are commanded to flee to. It's strange that God has allowed Satan to rule in the churches which he established. That's right, Johnny. God's judgment is upon every church and denomination, worldwide and without exception, since 1988. Isn't it amazing that these things we're now learning about have always been in the Bible, Mr. Gunther? It certainly is, Johnny. God can hide truth and he can also reveal it when he chooses to do so. Did you know that our present 23-year Great Tribulation is related to another 70-year Tribulation period when Judah went into captivity to Babylon? And where do we find that, Mr. Gunther? 2 Chronicles 36. Would you like to read that, Johnny? Sure, Mr. Gunther. Where do I start? We want to read some of the surrounding verses. Why don't you start with verse 11, and we can take turns reading down to verse 21. We're going to see how this relates to Matthew 24. And we need to keep in mind that what we're reading about in 2 Chronicles took place during the days of King Zedekiah, the last bad king that ruled in Jerusalem before King Nebuchadnezzar destroyed the city. Okay. 2 Chronicles 36, verse 11. Zedekiah was one and twenty years old when he began to reign, and reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. Whoa, what was that? What's happening? Looks like we're going to be with you a little while longer, Johnny. Well, that's good. Wow! You never know what a day will bring. You are so right, Johnny. Nehemiah, can you take verse 12, please? Yes, but uh, why is the ground so shaky, Mr. Gunther? Those are called aftershocks, Nehemiah. They'll probably continue for a few more hours. They're like smaller earthquakes. Oh, I see. Let me read the verse. 2 Chronicles 36, 12. And he did that which was evil in the sight of the Lord his God and humbled not himself before Jeremiah the prophet, speaking from the mouth of the Lord. Nice reading, Nehemiah. Esther, why don't you take verse 13, please? Verse 13. And he also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by God, But he stiffened his neck and hardened his heart from turning unto the Lord God of Israel. Thanks, Esther. That was super. I'll read verses 14 through 15, and then, Johnny, can you read verse 16? No problem. 2 Chronicles 36, 14, and 15. Moreover, all the chief of the priests and the people transgressed very much 
after all the abominations of the heathen, and polluted the house of Jehovah, which he had hallowed in Jerusalem. And Jehovah God of their fathers sent to them by his messengers, rising up betimes and sending, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. And verse 16 says, But they mocked the messengers of God, and despised his words, and misused his prophets, until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people, till there was no remedy. Did you hear that, Mr. Gunther? It says they mocked the messengers of God. That reminds me of how some of the prisoners mock you every time you come here to the prison to talk to all of us in the group about the Bible. That's right, Johnny. Unfortunately, the pattern of mocking God by despising his prophets is seen repeatedly throughout the Bible. Jacob, we're back to you. Can you read verses 17 to 21? Okay, verse 17. Therefore he brought upon them the king of the Chaldees, who slew their young men with the sword in the house of their sanctuary, and had no compassion upon young man or maiden, old man, or him that stooped for age. He gave them all into his hand, and all the vessels of the house of God, great and small, and the treasures of the house of the Lord, and the treasures of the king and of his princes. All these he brought to Babylon. And they burnt the house of God, and brake down the wall of Jerusalem, and burnt all the palaces thereof with fire, and destroyed all the goodly vessels thereof. And them that had escaped from the sword, carried he away to Babylon, where they were servants to him and his sons unto the reign of the kingdom of Persia, to fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah, until the land had enjoyed her Sabbath. See, here it is, Johnny. This is the tie-in back to Matthew 24. Until the land had enjoyed her Sabbaths. For as long as she lay desolate, she kept Sabbath to fulfill threescore and ten years. This threescore and ten is the old English way of saying 70 years. It began with the death of Josiah, the last good king, in 609 B.C. and ended in 539 B.C. But just what does that mean that the land had enjoyed its Sabbaths, Mr. Gunther? Let's look at another set of verses, Leviticus 26, 33-35, in which God speaks about the land enjoying its Sabbaths. Can you read that, Johnny? Sure. Leviticus 26... Verses 33 to 35. And I will scatter you among the heathen, and will draw out a sword after you, and your land shall be desolate, and your cities waste. Then shall the land enjoy her Sabbaths. As long as it lieth desolate, and ye be in your enemy's land, even then shall the land rest, and enjoy her Sabbaths. As long as it lieth desolate, it shall rest, because it did not rest in your Sabbaths when ye dwelt upon it. I don't get it, Mr. Gunther. What's it talking about? Well, Johnny, God had brought his judgment against Judah, even as he had done against the churches of our day. However, it has been during the great tribulation of our day 
that God has fully revealed what true salvation is. The seventh-day Sabbath, as seen in the fourth commandment, the longest of all the other commandments, is a ceremonial law right in the middle of nine moral laws and shows us that we are not to do any kind of work for our salvation, but to completely rely upon the work that Christ has done before the foundation of the world in pain for the sins of his elect people. Okay, so how does this all relate to the 250 churches in New Garden, Ohio, that Satan has been ruling over? In the first four commandments, God is making the point that he alone is to be worshipped and that a person can do absolutely no work in order to become saved. As the nation of Israel, the churches and denominations during the church age violated these laws by insisting that in order to become saved, a person had to do some work, whether it was accepting Christ, being baptized, or joining the church, etc. Let's see if I understand this. This great tribulation period that we are now in is going to end on May 21, 2011. And during this time, we have learned that we can't do anything to get ourselves saved, which is what is meant by the phrase, the land enjoyed her Sabbaths? You got it, Johnny. What's happening, Mr. Gunther? Mm, I'm not sure, Esther. It sounds like there's a disturbance. I can see out the window that some of the inmates are trying to escape through a wall that collapsed. Johnny, are you going to escape too? Oh, no, Esther. That would be disobeying the Bible. Besides, I'm going to be a free man shortly, and when I'm released from prison, I want to make sure that I obey my parole officer because I don't want to be back in here when the huge worldwide earthquake hits on May 21st, 2011. Well, Johnny, if you're truly saved, you and all the true believers will be raptured on that awesome day. Well, boys and girls, on that sobering note, it looks like we've come to the end of another program. For a free CD of today's program, please write to Treasures from the Bible in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is titled, Lockdown at the New Garden Prison. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!